If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. The Baltimore Ravens, pretty much since getting Lamar Jackson, have had one big problem. Getting a legit number one wide receiver onto the team for Jackson to throw to. Well, they got somebody. They solved that problem, yeah. at least on paper. If this guy still is a legit number one wide receiver, I think that can be up for debate. And we'll have a little bit of that debate here on this episode of the Steelers Standard. But for those of you that were living under a rock over the weekend or consumed with the Masters or Bucko Baseball or the Penguins trying to get into the playoffs... Mm-hmm. Baltimore Ravens signed Odell Beckham Jr. to a deal worth $18 million total, $15 million of that guaranteed. Right. 18 potentially. On a one year deal. It's a lot uh, of money. That, I was just going to say, yeah. I was going to lead off there. That is a ton of money for the Ravens to commit to a guy that has not played in a year's time and <clears throat> his last time playing. He left the field in the Super Bowl because of an ACL injury. And not only that, it's a one-year deal, right? This isn't, hey, we're going to bring Odell in for three to four years. So, Lamar, you can now throw the ball to – you can hand the ball off to J.K. Dobbins. You can throw the ball to Odell. You can throw the ball to Mark Andrews. There's your offense. There's our core, those four guys. No, it's a one-year deal. So, what do you say? Like, oh, Lamar, come back for one year. At least we know this one year you could be happy. I kind of think that part of it is smart for the Ravens, though, just because what if he does stink? Okay, and you don't want to have him under contract. Maybe like even a two-year deal. But also, Lamar's deal. not necessarily under contract right. past well, this that's, year, that's so the thing, maybe yeah. they're just trying to line up Odell and Lamar, have one year together, be like, "Look, we went out, and we got you help. We're committed to tr- to trying to help you win here, Lamar, and let's see how this season goes, and then we can open up some contract negotiations for the both of you." In the off season, if it if the if this works out, um, I think one year is smart because just in the Odell situation, you don't know how his knee's going to react, you don't know what kind of player he's going to be, but the money is just what makes me really scratch my head. I mean, I can't imagine that that was the kind of money he was being offered from some of the other suitors that right. he had. I mean. I know that Baltimore is a good organization, and he has been on a terrible organization before, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns. Right. Um, but the 
maybe maybe that was a factor into you know he, he didn't want to go to the Jets because it's not that great of a run organization. But then again, they're going to be getting Aaron Rodgers, and then you know the other team that was rumored were the Rams. They probably don't have the money to match what the Ravens offered him. But that's a better organization than the mm-hmm. uh, or excuse me, that has a better for sure quarterback than what you're looking at in Baltimore. Um, for him to for the Ravens to pony up that kind of money, I, I really do question where they kind of bidding against themselves in this thing, because I I do find it so hard to believe that a jet or a Jets or a Rams team would have made that <coughs> offer for 15 million guaranteed. I mean, I thought he could maybe get to the nine million, ten million dollar mm-hmm. range. But this is something that. This is the kind of money you pay a mercenary who just played right. last year and had a thousand and yards. Had had a great season. Not, Not somebody that you don't who's know. Been out of football for over a year. And do you do you get it a little you know nervous if you're a Ravens fan if you're an Odell fan that there was that moment last year where it looked like he might come back. Remember he was visiting the Cowboys. Right, he right, was right. Around the like week thirteen, week twelve, and then yeah. it kind of fizzled out and nothing really came to be. Is that because his knee wasn't ready to come back yet? Mm-hmm. Was it because he just wanted to take the? Re- I, I don't think it would have been because he just wanted to take the rest of the year off. You know, oh, you know, it's my sabbatical. I'll just, I'll just wait until this heals up completely. I, maybe you know, teams were sniffing around and they were just saying it's not quite there yet. I don't know if you are a hundred percent ready to return to action this season, and, and that would concern me his injury status and the fact that even before he tore his ACL, he had had some injuries in his past Mm -hmm. that caused him to miss time. So he's older, his knees are weaker and he hasn't caught a competitive football in over 365 days. A lot of question marks around a guy that you just put a lot of capital towards money wise, but not that much commitment towards term wise. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, when I saw the news, you were kind of, as a you know, as a citizen of Pittsburgh, as as someone who roots for that team, you were probably thinking the same thing as or the opposite of what the. It's hard to say, it's hard to express. You were probably happier to see the Baltimore Ravens kind of make that big of a commitment to a guy like Odell. I'm optimistic that it'll blow up in their face, uh-huh, but right. it could also work out really well. So there is a part well, of me that's— it could work out if Lamar stays. It's nerve-wracking just because there's a superstar potential talent yeah. in Baltimore now, and that's a guy you're going to have to play twice this year. So there's still some worry there, but you know, kind of similarly to Deshaun Watson in Cleveland— I just think that that guy might be washed up. And so right. even though the name scares you a little bit, you should be fine. And here's the thing, Tom, too. It's something that you kind of brought up also. I've seen Odell go to an AFC North team. I've seen Odell go to a team in this division where everyone thought this could be the difference maker. Oh, my gosh, they brought in Odell Beckham. He's going to take that team in Cleveland to the top of the standings. And... That wasn't the case while he had a very short time, short tenure playing in Cleveland. If Lamar Jackson is not the quarterback for Baltimore, I, I think a lot of a lot of this hinges more so on Lamar than it does Odell. If Lamar is not the quarterback in Baltimore, I couldn't care less that Odell is playing in a Baltimore Ravens jersey. Yeah, Tyler Huntley probably won't be able to take advantage of of OBJ even if OBJ returns to like form. Antonio Brown. Is not it's not even a discussion. A better receiver than Odell Beckham, correct? In their primes, I would take OB or AB. When AB was playing with 
Mason Rudolph and um oh man, what was it? Landry Jones? Almost ineffective. Didn't go well. Almost completely ineffective. So you're gonna tell me that Odell, who is not as talented as A B, is gonna do more with Tyler Huntley? Well, we saw what he did with Baker, and it wasn't right. that great. It was not good. So it got both of them out of that out of that uh that team. That team. Yeah. So that begs the question then. Does this signing mean is there writing on the wall? Lamar Jackson's going to be back in Baltimore. This I did year. see someone post, or I guess they released a, a FaceTime call between the two. Oh, of them. But beyond that, they yeah. were both at Live Nightclub in Miami right, right, over right, the weekend. Right, right. Odell and Lamar. There's a, you know, a bottle girl holding up a mm-hmm. sign that said "Welcome Lamar and Odell," and they were standing next to the stage with each other. So there's been communication between them, and there's been personal contact between those two. Um, and I again. I kind of find it hard to believe that Odell would make this signing without confronting Lamar and and, and discussing. Are you going to well, be not there confronting, with me? but confirming? Or confirming. It's not right, like he sorry. put met him in an alley and was like, "Hey, right. are you coming back or not?" Discussing with him, yeah. are we both going to be there? Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure Lamar was like, "I hate the way that they're jerking me around. I wish that I would get a full time contract." But if you go, if you come, well, I not stay. just that. I think he would have said, "But." I mean, I'm not stupid. I, I follow along what's going on in the news world of football, and there's teams that just aren't interested in me right now. So I don't even know if there's a market for me out there. Yeah, I'll probably end up having to play for Baltimore this season on the tag. I think this helps the Ravens, though, give him more of an incentive to play if he's on that tag. You know, it's not like, oh, I have to come back and play for a team that did nothing to help me and did nothing to to get me a weapon that I needed. Like, no, now you're coming back to play on the tag for a team that fired their offensive coordinator, brought in Todd Munkin, and had you a part of that selection process, and then went out and got you and Munkin a a nice prized stallion to play with in the receiving core with Odell Beckham Jr. So, you know, maybe this helps – Lamar ease his trepidations for playing on the tag, but I, if I'm a betting man now, I do lean towards him being the Ravens' quarterback to start the season. I just, I just find it so hard to believe that this move would be made without Odell talking to Lamar and him, you know, expressing that he'll probably be there, and without Odell talking to the Ravens and Harbaugh and them expressing that they expect Lamar to be their starting quarterback for Week One. Yeah, I, I totally see that point. I really do. Um, <clears throat> do you think, though, even with Odell back, or sorry, Odell playing in Baltimore, if, as you predicted, possibly, Odell, or sorry, Lamar coming back to play for the Ravens under the tag, that he would maybe say, it's still not enough. Like, Money? It's still it's it's still not. The money, enough. I think, is fine on the tag. It's no, the, I'm saying, like, you pay. no, I'm just saying, like, in terms of value for me, you you have to do more than tag me. Well, I would all I would also wonder, you know, it, I know that it's wide receiver money compared to quarterback money, so it's it's way different. But don't you have to scratch your head and go? Ravens? You're willing to pay Odell. Go You're going down the road. I'm yeah, going yeah, down. all that money. Where's that money now that could have gone to Lamar? And and it, to even further that point. Very injury-prone wide receiver that right. has missed an entire year of play. Older, yeah. Older. Hasn't, play, hasn't played, not only injury-prone, hasn't played football in over a year. You gave him the money, and again, it's different money. It's a lot cheaper than the money you would have to give Lamar, and it, it is only for one year. But you're you're getting cold feet on a guy who was injury-prone but has played 
in the past NFL season and is younger and has an MVP in his back pocket. I know that was a long time ago, and the shine and luster on that is kind of wearing off a bit. But still, Odell doesn't have that hardware in his trophy case. Like, And this is your guy. You drafted him. You traded it back into the first round to draft him, so you liked him enough to, to give up some capital for him. You have benched who was your face of the franchise, Joe Flacco, for him, sure. and he became the face of your franchise. I mean, th- this guy is a raven, and they're getting cold feet when it comes to him, and then you go out and you just you just give Odell Beckham Jr. really top-of-the-line wide receiver money, and there's pretty much all the same question marks that you can apply to Lamar to Odell, and then some because he's older. And again, like we at least saw Lamar play last year, and when he played, he was – in an MVP, but he was good enough to get the Ravens into a playoff spot, especially until, for when he left. Until once he fell off, and then they lost but, that position. But they were in a good. They oh, still made the playoffs yeah. this year. Like he put them in oh, a absolutely. spot this year to make the playoffs, even without him. And the year prior to that, he didn't do that. He left without them in a great position, and they collapsed down the stretch, and they couldn't get in. So, I mean, he has been. Uh, put it this way. When he's sure. healthy and playing, the Ravens are always in playoffs. Absolutely. They're always in the playoff picture. There hasn't been a time in Without his career since he's taken over for Flacco that a healthy Lamar Jackson hasn't had the Ravens in the playoffs. In fact, they've only missed it once because of his injury. They, they even made it last year due to his injury. So it's, it is a little baffling to see a guy bring so much value to the organization and then kind of not have that value reciprocated and then go out and you see them sign Roquan Smith and you see them sign Odell yeah, right. All these guys that weren't their organization. I don't I don't guys. blame them for the Roquan well, Smith. Well, he's a stud. Yeah. He's never hurt. But, but that's just But my uh, point being is like no, these I, guys I'm from right outside the organization yeah. are getting all the money and your homegrown guy is the one that's left with his hands in the air going, What the and heck? Every time it's just less and less money that you can now offer to Lamar. Yeah, right. You're tying up your salary right. cap. Now I want I, I would have to imagine that they're making these deals with like a Lamar deal in mind. Like We'll do this I guess, thinking yeah. that Lamar's money is going to have to come off the books. And they, at the very Elsewhere least, have to have enough thing, to yeah. get him under the tag. They have to have enough set aside for him to right. to make the, the the tag that he'll be playing under this year. Um, that would be my prediction for them. They end up having him play under the tag this season. I, I don't think they're going to end up getting a long-term deal done by training camp opening up and the season starting. Um, Here's a fun There question might be some sticky moments in training camp where he doesn't show up. But I, I think yeah. ultimately he ends up playing at the start of the season under that tag. I, I think the ob- the answer, given the quest- the state of the question, is kind of obvious, but it's fun to ask. Who is more likely to play between Odell and Lamar for the Ravens in 2024? I like You kind of want to say Lamar because you don't know if Odell could really re-sign with them, but what you if don't Odell's- really know if... If Lamar is going to do it. Yeah, that's I, – I would say I don't feel great about either of That's those. what I'm saying. It's kind of, you, I think you you've got, got long Lamar, odds on either one. I would say Lamar only by process of elimination. And he's a more important position. Right, and, yeah. But I'm still not confident about either. No, I, and it's it's under 50% chance for both of those, yeah. I, I would say, yeah. if I were handicapping that. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before we wrap up, where does this put the Ravens in the division if, say, Lamar and Odell? Well, we know Odell's going to be there, but say Lamar is going to be there as well. I still I think, think puts, they're behind Cincy. I still yeah. think the Bengals are the top. Yeah. And I think the Steelers' gap between the Ravens is closer than some people will make it out to be. But I might put— it, it, I'd go Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Browns, but the Steelers and the Ravens are closer than people think. I think Especially so, too. Especially with how well the Steelers play Lamar. I think so, too. And you also have to factor— like, you can't just say, oh, well, what if Kenny Pickett gets hurt? Then the Steelers are out of it. Well, what if Lamar's hurt? Lamar does that so much more often than anybody at that position in the league. In fact, so if the Steelers you wanna... should just expect to play Huntley because that's he what... always that's, is hurt for That's the why games. I'm saying, Tom, I, you're saying that gap between Baltimore and Pittsburgh is a lot closer. I'm just going to go off of history and, and say that the Steelers will, pr- will most likely finish ahead of the Ravens this year only because... I haven't seen Lamar play a full season since, what, 2019 when he won the MVP? It's just weird to me that, like, uh, if I'm sitting here on a Sunday morning and you're playing the Ravens, I think we can win that game. I'm not afraid of that. that, And I'm not afraid of the Bengals either. But I go into those games and I'm like, this is going to be tough to do. This is going to be a tough one. Yes. Yes. This is going to be a tough one to pull off. But with the Ravens, it's going to be tough because it's the Ravens. But but there's a formula to win this game. Yeah. Yeah. And you could beat the Bengals too. They did last year. But the formula is hard to see. In fact, the formula often includes Burrow throwing four interceptions, which is something you can never predict. I keep saying JJ. And TJ Wild playing out of his mind, having Minka blocking an extra point. A top five interception on the year, two times. Uh, in a season, Minka blocking the extra you point. You need things right? to happen for you. Right, absolutely. With the Ravens, I just see them going out there and playing better than them for 60 minutes of football and walking away with a win. I agree. So I would put the hierarchy as Bengals. I'll put Ravens there now because I, I think we just have to assume Lamar's but there until he's not. you might even just say 2A, 2B, and Ravens, then Browns, Browns and fourth. But then mm-hmm. I will also say this, as far as the division of, as a whole is concerned, just like it was last year, I mean, we're talking about the Browns being in last place. That's probably like seven and ten, eight and nine, yeah. maybe. Like and it's going to be a tight division. Again. Here's another point as to how even strength or, or or the possibility of the Steelers finishing ahead of the Ravens is. I think. <clears throat> Would you say the Ravens' gap behind the Bengals is any significantly less than the Steelers? Like as far as how close they are to the Bengals, yeah, right. No, I think that the Ravens and the Steelers are kind of more in the same. That's boat. what I'm saying. So how I might even say in terms of a team overall, the Steelers are closer to the Bengals than the Ravens are as a whole. So how can I say the Ravens are individually better? I just think I don't know if I'm ready to say the Steelers are closer to the Bengals than the Ravens are just yet. 
And I think the gap between the Bengals and everybody else. I'll tell you why I say it is because each of the last two years, I'm I'm sorry, each of the last three years, the Steelers have finished ahead of the Ravens in the AFC North standings. 2020, they won the division. 2021 and 2022, Steelers made the play. Oh, I'm sorry. In 2021, the Steelers made the playoffs. The Ravens did the not. The Ravens beat them last year. They finished in second last year. The Ravens. They beat the Steelers right. last year. Right, 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 right. But it wasn't overwhelming. It, no, I right, mean, right. Steelers had a chance to get in the playoffs in the last week of the season. Um, I just think that the Bengals, <laughs> they're kind of inevitable. They're that Thanos, you know, mm-hmm. team at the top of the division. And you hate to say it, but the best thing for the Ravens, for the Steelers, for the Browns would be something like an injury that happened for Cincinnati in the coming mm. season to a key player because uh, I'm not saying that for the next 10 years they'll be just running away with the division, but they're in their Death Star moment right now. Like They are fully functional, operational, cheap, You know, a, a lot of affordable players on the team. I know they lost some guys on the defensive side of the ball this offseason, but the big exodus hasn't started yet for them. This is kind of that perfect storm year they, they gotta almost win it this year with this nucleus intact because then you're gonna start losing higgins maybe you lose boyd you know a lot of guys are gonna start leaving right. your roster so at least for this year coming up just don't see any way that the teams beneath them can close the gap maybe in the future it, it gets a little tighter as ravens and steelers get better in the Bengals, well, have to I don't move even know, Tom, because like we just asked the question: Will Lamar be there in 2024? And we're pretty so maybe confident. the Ravens throw them out. Yeah, maybe we're confident that he won't be. And the Steelers have you. You think they have their answer at quarterback with Kenny Pickett? Yeah, the Steel. Maybe the Steelers just need to be patient. Just you know, right. wait in the weeds for a couple of years for the Bengals to kind of you know lessen themselves just due to the nature of the salary cap in the league and then the Steelers might be hitting their perfect storm at that point right where they can strike right, right. And, and we and we mentioned how the Steelers were big brother to the Bengals little brother for so many years but there were years where the Bengals won the division in the Andy Dalton era of course there's no reason why the Steelers can't win the division in the Joe Burrow era either right. Subscribe right now to the Steelers Standard. Every episode we do is available for you to download. You can subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you find your podcast. We're going to do some mock drafts in the next episode, but it's not a Steelers mock draft. We are going to mock the entire first round. We are using all 31 teams. That's right, 31, because the Dolphins were naughty, naughty, naughty Miami, naughty, and naughty. got their pick forfeited for trying to get old Thomas Brady to come down there and play for them. So we will... Take the helm for all 31 teams picking in the first round, and we will make their selection for them. That's on the way next. He's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Opferman. This is the Steelers Standard. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.